to Raunchy Power Hour, a book club for discussing romance from the erotic to the erroneous. As always, this is an explicit podcast and contains strong language, adult themes, and sexual content. If you are sensitive to these things, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. Welcome to Tipsy Fanfic Night. Go ahead and grab a snack and a drink, unless you're driving. Today, we are reading Hunger Games High by H. Desheb. I have no idea. Uh, we're also going to be playing a Hunger Games simulator with all of our favorite characters. I'm your producer, Ashlyn, and I am drinking Propel. I'm one of your hosts and tributes, Sydney, and I am currently drinking a mango cart. And I <laughs> am President Coriolanus Snow. And tonight I am drinking water because my heart can't take alcohol anymore. <laughs> Let the Hunger Games begin! <laughs> and may the odds ever be in your favor. <laughs> now get ready to get raunchy. Oh gosh. Sydney. I have a question Lauren. to ask you. Uh, you have a question to ask me? I do. What, what, what is it? No, this is a very serious topic that I need your absolutely devastatingly honest opinion on. It, the, course, the nature of our babes, friendship of resides. Yes. Of course, babes, of course. <laughs> team Peter or Team Gail, why... Explanations, please. I have always been Team PETA, but I also have... I don't like the trope of that the main character falls in love with the childhood best friend. As soon as you get introduced as that, it's over for you, my guy. You're just going to have to simp for the rest of your life. Unfortunately, that's just going to be how it is. Um, and so I would say Peta too, also because he actually cares about Katniss. And also, Josh Hutcherson is so hot. <laughs> now, that is an objectively correct opinion, but I feel like I must up the ante, increase the stakes, or the odds, if you will. Oh. What if, what if they were in high school? I mean, a bad boy demeanor Gale in high school? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're not blowing up kids in high school, I hope. <laughs> we'll see. I hope we'll not. See. I hope not. I did also think this is kind of funny. I know this is a high school AU. Technically, these characters would be in high school because they are of high school age. Shit. <laughs> Listen, you can't look at Liam Hemsworth and be like, that man is a high schooler. <laughs> you can't do it. No, definitely. It's definitely um Riverdale like level of of the disbelief of reality, definitely. Because I'm just thinking of in the books. I think Katniss is what, 16? Is that how old she is when the books start? I believe 17. She's 17? Because I know. Prim starts the games, and I think you have to be 13. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 12. 
12, I think. Yeah, you have to be 12. Katniss is 16 uh, for the 74th Hunger Games. 17 in the quarter. Yeah, because I remember uh, that she and Prim were like four years apart. So technically Prim would be in middle school. No, Katniss would be like a junior in high school. (laughs) Yeah. Sheesh, because Gail is like 18, I believe. He's like a year older than her. And then Mm -hmm. Peta is, I guess, 17. Who... Who who's mm-hmm. to say? You know, because truly they are minors. And I feel like we're gonna read a fan fiction about them fucking. So Oh no. <laughs> I don't know actually. That's the weird thing about Randy's reading fan. Okay, okay. I was about to say it is kind of weird uh to be a grown adult woman reading fan fiction now, because sometimes you do have to remember be like, ah! <laughs> if it's an A, if it's an AU in high school. <laughs> Can get a little weird. Yes, Ashley. I'll I'll make you I'll make you feel better about it. Um, as far as I know, there's nothing explicit tagged. However, I do know that the word sex is mentioned because a little control F brings that up. Mm-hmm. Amazing. All right, perfect, perfect. Um, so yeah, guys, today we are reading a fan fiction called Hunger Games High by Hidishibrina. Uh-huh. Nobody's, nobody's gonna get the name right. (laughs) No one's gonna get the name right. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna read a high school AU of the Hunger Games. Um, and I do want to note this additional tag, which is, I think, very funny. Um, I'm British, so this will be fun. (laughs) If I, I don't, don't know why bloody, I, like I love this. If I don't see bloody as like a verbal like quantifier in in a sentence, mm-hmm. I don't want it. I want Katniss to say that's yeah. bloody ridiculous. Um also uh we will be playing something else alongside this once we finish every chapter. Ashlyn has pulled up a Hunger Games simulator where we have implemented our names and Highlighted characters from the RPH extended universe, you could argue. So let's see who makes it out of the games and who becomes Victor. And may the odds be ever in someone's unfortunate favor. (laughs) Shall we, before we get started, take bets on who's going to win in our simulator? Okay, in the simulator? Would you like to know your tributes? Yeah, let's know our <gasps> tributes. Yes. From District 1, we have Benton Kessler from November 9 and Alessio DiMacci from The Misses. District 2, we have Maxim Trevo- Tre- Tre- whatever his name is from Trevo- The Misses. <laughs> yes, him. And Dreama from The Mothman. <laughs> District 3, we have The Mothman from The Mothman and Fallon from November 9. District 4 is the Were Turkey and Lauren. District 5 is Vectal and Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. District 6 is Jack from Headless. No, what is it? Jack's Head. There we go. And Sydney. District 7 is Jacob Black and Kate from uh, Trapped in an Island with Josh Hutcherson. District 8 is Josh Hutcherson, just himself, and Georgie from Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> District 9 is Edward Collins Mancarrot and your name. 
<laughs> District 10 is Charlie Swan and me, Ashlyn. District 11 is Vampire Potter and Freddy Fazbear. And District 12 is Hikaru and Kaoru together and Be Bloody Mary from My Immortal. I love it. This is beautiful. If District 7, because that's the one with Jacob in it, right? <laughs> Yeah. If District 7 does not either A, win the whole thing, or B, kill me in the most gruesome way possible, I don't want <laughs> it. I will send you guys the picture of the district so that you can uh, play along at home. Beautiful. Any um, bets, Sydney? I'm trying to think of who it would be the most funny if they won. <laughs> Literally anyone at this point. Literally. Honestly, you know who I'm going to say? I think if Dreama makes it through like the first half and doesn't die uh, like within like the first half of people, um, I'll call that a win for her. Um I kind of want, in a way, Benton to get towards the end and then get rocked by Charlie Swan. So I'm going to say Charlie Swan. Oh, that's good. I'm also Team Charlie in a way. I would Actually, not be Actually, I take that back. Won. I take that back. Josh Hutcherson. I just want him to win. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ashlyn, any bets on your end? I'm disappointed nobody's voting for themselves. I don't want to win. <laughs> I I either want Freddie Fazbear to win or I want your name to win. Mm. And, and for all people at home, uh, it's just it's just why YA. It's what you do in fan fiction. YN. Yep, your name. Cause that way though, if your name wins. We can all sort of claim everybody, that victory. Everybody wins. <laughs> exactly. You're YN. I'm YN. We're all YN. We're YN. Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking of YN, I have sent you. <laughs> I have sent you the uh, the picture. Please, please don't question the pictures for the. Oh uh, my god! The I tributes. love this. They're they're bad. Okay, I, they're bad. Understand they're bad. <laughs> look it's like whatever to you the simulator <laughs> the it's whatever the simulator part. would let me do i love it <laughs> incredible that will be going on the socials i believe oh for sure for sure that ha that will be going on the socials we'll post this when this episode goes up all right well then lauren would you like to begin the first chapter Oh my god, I would be so honored. Alright, so would you like me to do the speaking roles? Ooh. Or you just want to read through the whole chapter? I do believe we have an even number of chapters. So if you would like to, we can divvy it up. Just let's go one, one, up. one. Yeah, let's, let's divvy it up it. then. Alright, Ashlyn, you ready for that summary slash author's note? Yes, ma'am. Summary. 
Y'all should know the drill. All our favorite characters in a modern high school that I will make slight adjustments because British secondary schools have a little more character. This is for my own enjoyment, so try not to make take it so seriously. Well, at least... Oi, me in secondary school is so much different from high school. At least we don't have kids shutting up in mathematics class. <laughs> and we just do literature instead of just English. <laughs> I mean, all the offense, British people. <laughs> this is for my own enjoyment, so try not to take it so seriously. <laughs> the very next line. Subject to editing until completed. Ah. Notes. Katniss, POV. I haven't decided if I will change it up some, some chapters, so I'll just put it here. Chapter one. The Everdeens. Hardly believe it. High school. Tomorrow. I have an outfit planned and everything. My bag is packed. My shoes shined. Everything relatively clean. Prim comes bounding into my room. She can barely understand my excitement. I can't either. Whoa, cat. One would think you're going on a date, she says, <laughs> giggling happily. Even though she's only in the seventh grade, she's been reading medical textbooks because she so badly wants to be a doctor and there will never be enough money in this house to afford a full tuition. God damn, that got real. A scholarship is our only hope. I'm Kids sorry, wise. that's such. Uh-huh. <laughs> I d- oh, wait, read the next line. Hence <laughs> why she speaks like she goes to Harvard at times. The reason I'm oh, laughing so hard is like this is such a f- fan fiction trope of being like, here's this character like coming in and talking, and then immediate backstory like that does not pertain <laughs> to what was just said. Um, I love it. Excuse me, H. Dishy Brin. Do you not know what show don't tell means? <laughs> we already know that Katniss is poor. We read the books. <laughs> and she can't afford tuition (laughs) damn (laughs) and she want to go to harvard speaking of characters i don't know if katniss saying no little duck is in character for me but you know what i was told not to take this seriously so i will not no don't no little duck i say for lack of a better of a better response Nah, I don't think so, Prim sings. Oh, sorry, let me try that again. Nah, I don't think so, Prim sings. She can carry a tune. (laughs) Oh, nothing like (laughs) dad. The grief makes an appearance. What? Hold on. (laughs) Sorry, I just got whiplash. It's fan fiction. (laughs) It hurts. It's the whiplash of fan fiction. God, what the fuck? <laughs> she can carry a tune, but nothing like me and dad. Next sentence. The grief makes the grief. it apparent. <laughs> and it feel like I've been shot in my chest. British people, I thought you didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, British people, I thought you meant to be better. No, wait, no, it's in America, remember? <laughs> That's right, it's Harvard. Never mind. 
Never mind. We got guns everywhere. Don't worry about it. Oh my god. This hurts. (laughs) I'm laughing too hard. No, little duck. I repeat, (laughs) if I were ever to date someone, you'd be the first to know. I promise. Oh, I know. You're such a stick in the mud that I don't need to worry about uncomfortable sex noises from your room for at least a year. I thought the grief was shooting us. Why are we talking about sex? Ugh. Brim mutters. I gasp. (laughs) Me have sex? (laughs) (laughs) Why does she even know about that? Because she's in seventh grade. Never <laughs> Wait, does this mean Katniss is only like a year older? Two years older. I guess. I Okay. The math ain't math, so that's fine. Why does she even know about that? That's killing Why me. would you comment? Why would you comment? Oh my god. She seems to read my thoughts right off my face because she answers my unspoken question. Health class, we're doing the fun stuff. She wriggles her eyebrows at me, making me smile. Hope you don't have too much fun. I wouldn't want to have to ban you from seeing Rory, I say mischievously. Her pale face goes tomato red and she sits there stunned. Rory? I, I, we're, we're not, not even a thing. How did you know? She stammers. I frown. What? I just read the next line. What the fuck? And I quote, she had massive speech development problems as a kid, and we were so lucky my dad had minored in speech therapy. Otherwise, she wouldn't have had to face so many problems. (laughs) What? What does that have to do with the story? Oh no, she stutters. Crying. I'm already crying. (laughs) What the hell is this? (laughs) This is genius, whatever this is. This is a masterpiece. Oh my god. Okay. Gail tells me all I need to know. I tell her (laughs) what the hell is about. Oh, but Rory, sorry, sorry. Because it was Rory. All I can imagine is the girl from Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Oh, she storms out of the room, muttering furiously about Rory needing to keep his mouth shut. Honestly, I see a big future for them. Of romance, children, white picket fence lawns, time skip. In uh, seventh grade. I hate this. <laughs> That night, after cooking a sad meal, a store-bought ramen, fucking same, I sit Brim to bed and force a tablet down my mother's throat. She's been in a waking sleep since my dad died on a flight back from a business trip. Apparently the route hadn't been updated and they flew right over an actively warring country. <laughs> Okay. And the mind team just got shot. 
picture like a 747 like just in the air in a pistol oh my god I cried silently when I heard Prim cried a little and then went off to play with her dolls being the eight year old she was and my mother dot 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 well it's best to say I lost both parents that day I hated my mother despised her even until only a month ago <laughs> in dear song lyrics from a song i don't know <laughs> and when it wasn't even my fault to pin the blame onto me you came when i smiled at you even if i felt like shooting myself in the head you would frown at me and send me back to bed i would spend countless nights staring at the wall wishing above all for you to come to call you wouldn't see me like that again someone to trust i guess that's what got me got me in the end can we get shazam up in chat here so, <laughs> so i can know what that song is I'm looking it up right now. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know why this is so funny to me. <laughs> While you look that up, I will close this out. Sounds great. I was, I was a child of music. I used to hear my father's friends joke about... When I heard my name, I turned to look at them, basing my reactions off of my father's, preparing to be mad. But instead he smiled, a big warm smile that reminded me why everyone loved him so, cheeks slightly pink because of the beer he had been drinking. That she is, my little songbird, he says, whistling a little tune that I copy back immediately. I smile at my father's friends as they all slap his shoulder and smile at me. One even offers me a sugar cube. All right, Fennec. But my father snatches it out of his hand and eats it instead, frowning at the man. Why? What's wrong with the sugar cube? I heard that song on a radio I happened to be near at a summer job, and I just felt my stomach drop because of how perfectly it reflected my relationship with my mother. I wrote it down when the host said its name and stashed it in my pocket. Well, what's it called? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I listened to it when I got back and nearly cried. It spoke to me in so many ways. I felt so damn guilty, so damn awful. Of course, when I came rushing to apologize to my mother, she ignored me. But instead of suppressing the urge to slab her, I felt okay with that. Okay. I shivered at the thought, but found it made me feel so much lighter. Time skip. I go to bed, sending a quick message to Madge beforehand, saying, Don't wait for me if I'm too late. Madge val values punctually. Okay, not a trait she and I have in common, in fact. We don't have many. We're practically opposites except for our personalities. Reserved. <laughs> I toss and turn in bed, eager but scared. What Tomorrow. Is <laughs> I don't what know. What is this? I don't know. <laughs> Tomorrow, we are to be freshmen at Hunger Games High. A stupid name for a school, but the reviews it gets is a heavy persuading factor. And the fact I can walk to it. Here I come, high school, I think, before falling asleep. <laughs> oh, oh, this is going to be so good. <laughs> this is going to be great. Lauren, you did such a good job finding this one. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Are you ready for your, uh, your first round of the tributes? Yeah, I'm so ready. Yeah. 
As the tributes stand on their podiums, the horn sounds. The were-turkey runs into the cornucopia and hides. Georgie runs away from the cornucopia. Charlie Swan and Fallon fight for a bag. Charlie Swan strangles Fallon with the straps and runs. Go, Charlie. (laughs) Alessia grabs a shield leaning on the cornucopia. Sydney grabs a shield leaning on the cornucopia. Vectal grabs a backpack, not realizing it's empty. Freddy Fazbear runs away from the cornucopia. Ikaru and Kaoru together snatch a bottle of alcohol and a rag. Edward Cullen runs away from the cornucopia. Ebony Mm -hmm. stays at the cornucopia for resources. Yen runs away from the cornucopia. Lauren takes a spear from inside the cornucopia. Dreama runs away from the cornucopia. Bloody Mary runs away from the cornucopia. Maxim and Vampire Potter fight for a bag. Maxim gives up and retreats. Kate grabs a jar of Fair. fishing bait while the Mothman gets fishing gear. Benton sets an explosive off, killing Josh Hutcherson <laughs> and Ashlyn. <laughs> Benton, Kessler, and Arson need to chill. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and even even more um, on brand is Jack decapitates Jacob Black with a sword. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Jacob. Oh no. my god. Oh my god. Oh. My god. <sighs> Uh, do you, do you want day one as well? I, I can give you day one. Give it to us. Give it to us. I just saw your face. Okay. Kate collects fruit from a tree. Vampire okay. Potter chases the Mothman. Okay. <laughs> Hikaru and Kaoru discover a river. Benton is unable to convince Charlie Swan to not kill him. <laughs> Go Charlie. Charlie's tearing it up. <laughs> the Were Turkey begs Riyama to kill him. I'm sorry, Dreama to kill him. She refuses, keeping Were Turkey alive. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so she can add it to the Mothman polycule. <laughs> yeah, she's like, let's get going. Let's just keep adding. <laughs> Maxim receives fresh food from an unknown sponsor. Sydney tries to spearfish with a trident. Tries. Bechtel sees smoke ri- uh, rising in the distance, but decides not to investigate. Ebony, Dementia, Darkness, Darkness, whatever her name is, uh, thinks about home. Jack receives a hatchet from an unknown sponsor, not another te- <laughs> weapon he needed. <laughs> B. Luddy Mary steals from Edward Collins' man carrot while he wasn't looking. Alessia discovers a river. Georgie silently snaps Freddy Fazbear's neck. (laughs) Yo, her cooey is resonating today. Jeez. Uh, Lauren injures herself. Oh, classic. uh, Wyan dies of dysentery. (laughs) Day one? At the end of day one, seven cannon shots can be heard in the distance. The fallen include uh, 
Fallon <laughs> from District of- 3. Josh from District 8. Ashlyn from District District 10. Jacob Black from District 7. Benton Kessler from District 1. Freddie Fazbear from District 11. And YN from District 9. Y'all can't see us, but we're doing the Hunger Games salute <laughs> up in here. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> do, do. God. Oh my gosh. That was a bloody day one. <laughs> that was, that was, that's more than, no, that's not more than half. There's 24 of them. I did the math wrong. It's, it's on brand that I'm dead already. That, yeah. My, uh, my, my friends, my friends said if we were in the Hunger Games, I would step off, step off the podium too early. That's how I, go. I would do that. I would do it on purpose so then I wouldn't have to deal with it. <laughs> that's, that's valid. Fair. Uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> Hunger Games High Part Chapter Two. <laughs> Dear God, <laughs> any any this comments? Any changes in in bets? Ooh, oh yeah! I... Now we can... hmm. Our two big ones are gone, which is Jacob and your name. I feel like Charlie Swan has got a good chance. I don't know if he'll win, but I know he's gonna he's gonna go far. But, but see, Jack, Jack got got his weapon of choice, which is a hatchet. Jack is That's so true. on brand. <laughs> and for um, Benton to have explosives, I can't get over that. Yeah, well, he died. <laughs> yeah, he's um, dead. He killed me. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Dreama's doing pretty well for herself. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Dreama. She's keeping the wear turkey alive, so I'm intrigued by that. <laughs> the poor wear turkey kill me kill, kill me I'm already a freak of nature and she's like I'm tired of hero. I'm tired of having tofurkey and PETA board members fuck me <laughs> I don't bleed let me die and Dream is like nah darling we gotta add you to the thruple go <laughs> oh, to my trailer we're just gonna we're just gonna take you to a nice secret place and then we're gonna make a lot of Moth turkey babies. Let's go. Ew. Oh, God. Oh, that's not <laughs> what we need. No, continuing on. <laughs> Chapter two. First freshman morning. I wake up promptly at 540. Despite my earlier excitement, I groan as I climb out of my bed sheets, cursing the alarm for waking me up before the sun, even though I said it with that exact purpose. I tiredly chuck on a gray Panem State jumper over my shapeless shirt and then put on my black jeans. Prim school starts a little later, so I leave her to sleep later. I wake, I'll wake, i wake her just before I leave. I stick some toast in the toaster and lounge on the sofa, scrolling aimlessly through my phone. All my middle school classmates are going to the same high school as me, except one. Scara Redstone. Her family moved to the capital after her dad got a promotion. I remember seething at her mother's announcement of always thinking she was too good for this lousy town. So I wanted to punch her, but poor little Scara went bloody blood red and tried to pull her mother away. She met my eyes in a silent apology, and I truly felt sorry for her. I did. The toast pops, and I go over to get it, a text pinging from Madge, as I do. I'll be there in 10 XX. I groan for a second time and check the time. Check the time. 610. Perfect. Okay. I text back. Pram. I shout. 
I probably shouldn't sing as we live in an apartment complex and yelling at 10 past six in the morning is not a very good way to make friends. She doesn't answer. So I head to her room, grab a pillow and chuck it at her head. I hear her groan and smile. Hate you. She murmurs into her pillow. I grab my stuff, put on my leather shoes and shout back. Love you too. My little duck is the only person left in the world. <laughs> I can say that confidently too. Not even my mother, because while I forgive her, I still do not trust her. and I probably won't ever. She just, she just got depression, bro. What <laughs> oh my god! I just love, oh. I love the additional. I, <laughs> I love the additional, like just explanation. I love it. It's so good. Also, isn't Mage the old soup lady? So I want. I, I feel like she's talking about Mags. Who is the old lady uh, in District 4? Uh, That's my best guess. Yes, Ashley? Actually, yes, Ashley? Uh, in the books, there is a character named Madge. In the books, she is the one who gives Katniss the pen. Oh, right. What, what uh, is the old soup lady? Well, in the movie, old soup lady gives her the pen. Yeah. Oh, I haven't read the books in a while, so that's my bad. <laughs> and Yeah, it's like the... Whatever the um, hierarchical structure, I'm going to go with governor, whatever he would be called. That's his daughter. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. and then that relates. I remember. And then that relates to the movie. Yep. New movie that's coming out. Sick. There you go. There you go. Connections made. Madge's Boom. father has an has a nice, small red car. It's probably very expensive, but he's the mayor, so he can afford it. Madge waves at me from the seat in the car. Her muddy blonde hair falls just below her shoulders, and there's a black headband on her forehead, tucked behind her ears. She's wearing a plaid skirt that stops at her knees, her legs covered by black tights, a simple little pink blouse on her upper half. She holds books in her hands and looks every bit a nerd, and I worry about her being bullied. Other than that, though, she looks fantastic, and I hope whatever boy gets her treats her as she deserves, like a damn princess. Hi, Katniss. Her father greets me as I open the door and dive into the warm car. Hi, Mr. Undersea, I say, strapping my seatbelt in. He smiles at me in the rear mirror, and I smile back. High school, Katniss. I can hardly believe it, Madge squeals excitedly as we pull around a quarter. Neither can I, I squeal back. I worry about sounding fake, but the smile... So, like her father, she sends my way, reassures me my worries are wasted. I, I Did I read that right? You did, and I don't <laughs> understand it. <laughs> Sorry, I was very concerned. I'm like, am I drunk? Or, like, am I drunker than I think I am? Or is my no. dyslexia acting up? Or am I having a stroke? <laughs> like, no, what that was, was that? correct. You are getting a boyfriend if it's the last thing I do. She vows ominously. Um, 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 uh, uh, what? I asked stunned. <laughs> Me too. Um, I have a list of eligibles, starting with Peter Malark. She stops because she must see my cheeks go blood red. I don't have a crush on him. I blush because of the only memory I have interacting with him. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Extra. Um, I th- think 
Nope. Okay. So this isn't, um, I thought for a second this would be lyrics, but it's not. It's just the backstory. I need help. Help. I don't like this. I feel weak, but that doesn't stop me from trying to find food in dumpsters of some random sort that I couldn't even pull my focus together and check the name of. Seam rat, get out! Some woman screamed. I jerked my head and froze at the sight of the baker's wife. She's a bit of a legend around here. Things like go to sleep or Mrs. Malark will get you. I recognize how rude it is, and I never (laughs) say it because her youngest is in my class. Your mom's a bitch, Peta. His name is Peta, who I've seen watching the scene in front of me from behind a window. I walk away, pretending to pay heed to her yelling. You idiot! I hear her scream as someone inside, and I peer interestedly into the room, but find my efforts wasted as I watch Peta get pushed out into the rain. Give it to the pigs, you idiot, she screams at him, and I watch him nod and turn to face the pigs, tearing chunks off and chucking them into the sty. I watch, salivating at the thought of even muddy bread. Then he turns his head to look inside and then back outside to face me. I think I think I see him wink before watching two loaves fly my way. This time I know he smiles and it's somehow sad. The beautiful blonde hair, blue-eyed boy stood out in the rain. Smiling at an ugly seam rat. <laughs> uh, not very YN of you, Katniss. <laughs> Chill. No. I think I hear a whimper, but not before watching a rolling pin fly through the air, connecting sound with his neck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh, thunk. <laughs> Don't even think about it, I threaten as we pull into the car park. I begin to feel nerves pull in my stomach and feel the urge to throw up. All right, girls, we're here, Mr. Undersea says, turning the ignition off. Time skip. In homeroom, I'm at a table with four others. Two I know and two I don't. Deli is next to, to Madge, who is next to me, who sat next to the wall. In roll call, I learned their names are Finnick and Annie! <laughs> Finnick is beautiful, <laughs> and so is Annie. So true. In such different ways. Finnick has perfect skin, hair, teeth, smile. Why are we mentioning teeth and smile? <laughs> and Annie has gorgeous red hair that frames her freckled face perfectly. My name is Mr. Abernathy, our tutor tells us, writing it up on the board. I'm also an English teacher to many of you, and maybe p- Pish as well? P-S-H-E. I have no idea what that is. Probably some British weird class where they like shoot each other in American public schools. Okay, just wait a minute. Let me read the next line. He looks a bit like my dad with longer hair and harsher face lines. He does not give off a good vibe. So I'm so glad my desk is the opposite side of the room as his. Because he looks like your dad or what? Yeah. I want to introduce ourselves to two new people until the bell goes, all right? He asked, turning to face us. We all nod and emotions with his hands to get up. I don't even make it to the end of my room before I'm concerned by the redhead and bronzy. He sticks his hand out to me. Why are you calling him bronzy? I don't she said, know. She said, I see yourself, Tanner. Vinic, yeah. I know that's vague. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you see the notes? Do you see the author's notes? More tomorrow, if I can. It's my man's funeral. <laughs> Sorry, I did update. I was the victim of a hostage situation. 
More updates coming soon. I okay. I'm gonna be so honest with y'all right now. So I used to write a lot of fan fiction when I was in middle school. And I had a nightly routine where I would pop a cherry Coca-Cola. I had to steal from my dad's stash because they didn't want me drinking dark sodas at a young age. And I would stay up to a godly hours in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. My cat pushed my microphone off the table. Um, and there was one night when I did have a funeral to attend the next morning. But you best believe I was writing that Hitalia <laughs> smut at three. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace Mima. it wasn't my grandma <laughs> and then Prussia inserted his long <laughs> oh and that's where we're gonna end it <laughs> Ashlyn what's our next round what's day two <laughs> this is actually night one night one oh no yes the mothman tries to treat his infection Alessia receives clean water from an unknown sponsor. Boo. The weird turkey goes to sleep. Oh, boo. Okay. <laughs> Sydney begs for vampire Potter to kill her. She refuses, keeping Sydney alive. Okay, <laughs> vampire, what's up? Ikaru and Kauru fend Charlie, Swan, Dreema, and Kate away from their fire. B, Letty, Mary, Georgie, and Lauren discuss the games and what might happen uh, in the morning. That's an iconic trio. Yeah. <laughs> Girls gotta stick together. Jack receives an explosive from an unknown sponsor. Oh my god! god. Damn it! <laughs> and Ebony defends Vectal, Edward Cullen, and Maxim away from her fire. Damn. They too. <laughs> the Mothman chases Ebony. No. Char- <laughs> Charlie Swan questions his sanity. <laughs> As he does every movie. <laughs> Maxim catches the were turkey off guard and kills him. No! That he wanted this, it's okay. He did. Dreema practices her archery. Go, Dreema. That's my girl. Vectal begs Hikaru and Kauru to kill him. They refuse, <laughs> keeping Vectal alive. Interesting. Jack goes hunting. Uh-oh. And people Again, or for animals? <laughs> it doesn't say. <laughs> Sydney runs away from Kate. Okay. Lauren camouflages herself in the bushes. <laughs> Peter style? <laughs> yep. Dorothy chases Edward Collins' man carrot. <laughs> Vampire Potter stalks Bee Luddy Mary. And Alessia dies from thirst. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. At the Aww. end of day two, two cannons uh, shots can be heard in the distance. The Fallen are the Were Turkey from District 4 and Alessia from District 1. Rest in power, gamers. <laughs> <laughs> GG gamers. GG. That's where I'll leave you until night two. Oh my god. While it's night two in that universe, it's first freshman day in this one. Yeah. Yep. Lauren. Lauren. Look at the first sentence. I know. I'm so excited. 
I'm so excited. And I regret to inform the audience that this chapter was, in fact, a day late because of Nan's funeral. (laughs) Sorry, Nan. Apologies. I'm so excited. Sorry, guys. I was grieving the death of my grandmother. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Hello, I'm Odare. Finnick Odare. Bronzy, or Finnick as I've come to know, tells me in a mock posh accent. Oh, that's right. These fuckers are British. We're supposed what? to be doing British accents. <laughs> Confused as to where we are. Because why, no why would Prim want to go to Harvard over, what is it in England? Oxford, maybe? Oxford. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why that's the reference. I think this person is feeling... watching way too much Gilmore Girls. I'll be real. I was about to say, I have a sneaking suspicion this author is not actually British. Because, like, I feel like I would never tag this as writing of, like, I'm American, so this is funny. Like, yeah, you're definitely British. Or you're not British. You're not British. You're a liar. You're Why you lie? You don't have to lie. It makes it interesting for us, I suppose. I guess. I take his hand and shake it. It's quite slender and bony, but that isn't because of malnutrition. It's just because they are that way. (laughs) What's wrong with Finnick's hands, bro? They're too small. (laughs) Tiny hands. You got too small hands. I'm Everdeen. Katniss Everdeen. I say back. There's no harm in this, right? Introducing myself with a likelihood or not that they may befriend me. I desperately need more friends. Not new friends. More friends. What does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Undersea. Madge Undersea. I hear her say, remind me. Then it slips his hand away and shakes it. Why are we introducing ourselves? Last (laughs) name, first name. I've never done... Insert last name. Sydney. Insert last name. I know in Japan, it's like a formality that you call everybody by their last names until you've achieved like a certain level of... Woof. (laughs) Sorry, that was my mic. It fell. I don't have my shot to blame. (laughs) Ashley goes, don't tap on your mics. And we said, let me throw both of our mics across. Throw my mic. (laughs) (laughs) My toddlers. My bad. (laughs) Uh, but yeah no I feel like it's weird this is weird pleased to meet you both of you he says with a dazzling smile that makes his teeth look fake the redhead behind him lets out an odd little cough and immediately his smile drops (laughs) it's literally like those children in that beam where it's like it's like a tongue out to the side you're like yeah Uh, his smile drops and he turns to face her. He takes her wrists and forces her to look into his eyes. I'm about to turn away to give them some privacy. He spins her to face us, a small but far more genuine smile on his face. I'm Cresta. Any Cresta, the redhead says. Her voice is meek and it's almost hard to hear her. She looks a bit scared, which Madge addresses. Don't worry, dear. We don't bite, she whispers. The redhead smiles slightly, but Fennec frowns. Not anything beside food. I try to joke. It's a really bad one. Really bad. But that's Katniss humor free. <laughs> Besides, it snaps attention quickly for me between Finnick and Madge as we all let out small laughs. What do you okay. have in first period? I know this is weird. Finnick asks, 
science. Me and Madge both answer straight away. With Mr. Latier? But, but sure. Finnegas. We nod. That's awesome. Us too. He smiles at us and we smile back. Time skip. Oh my god. <laughs> In science. Up. I'm seated next to Annie at the front desk. She seems nervous and fiddles with her skirt. I want to take her hands and still them, but I've only just met her. <laughs> Mr. Latier, beady, as he likes to be known, drones on about radio waves and infrared and ultraviolet and all of that. I pay about as much attention as needed so I can fill out the worksheets, but barely more than that. It's not the most intriguing topic and his delivery, delivery isn't helping. I think I could fall asleep and I almost do. Sir, may I go to the toilet? A very familiar voice pipes up. I watch Mr. Latier turn around from the board. And seek out PETA, looking over his glasses. You really think this is the best time? And you didn't even put your hand up, he says. I turn around to watch PETA blush. He looks embarrassed, but still holds his ground. Mr. Oh. Latier just groans. Go then. PETA walks out of the room, and I see very clearly in the way he's stepping. He's trying not to run. Damn, freshman. At this, Annie laughs. You find that amusing, do you? Mr. Latier asks. Quickly snapping his gaze to Annie, who I feel tremble beside me. She shakes her head, but he clearly doesn't believe her. I can imagine you do. You kids aren't nice these days. At this, the class tries to shout through disagreement. What is this? I have no idea. But Mr. Latier silences them with a look that clearly says, see what I mean? We all bury our heads in our new worksheets, and then Peta comes back, leisurely strolling, and like he never left. I smirk, and then the bell goes, insert... Bell goes and Sir tells us to pack up and leave. English? Finnick asks, are we literally going to go through every single class? I believe we are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what? I feel like what happened is that the very first chapter was a, was a shit post. It got a lot of attention or this author was like, I can actually make something serious out of this. And this is like a serious attempt at like writing a high school AU. Yeah. What happened with the f- being shot out of the sky? <laughs> uh, what about um the grief coming out of nowhere? I'm feeling like he got shot in the chest. Oh my god. We're gonna speed run this. Let's go. English is with Mr. Abernathy and in the same classroom as homeroom. I'm sat next to two people I don't know this time, so I'm forced to actually listen to what the teacher's saying. I could probably rest assured that a lot of you haven't read the fine art that is Animal Farm. <laughs> 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 He says, never sounding immensely bored. He watches us like he's expecting an answer. And one sink motion, he shakes our head. We shake our heads. Well, by the end of the semester, that will have changed. Excitement doesn't look good on this man who I've pegged as someone to have little more than a glass of wine on a Friday night. What? You say people who struggle with an addiction to alcohol can't be happy? Katniss? Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Katniss. You don't need a... At me. <laughs> <laughs> you can be happy. I'm trying. Get to the left. Yes, you. Grab that box of books and start hitting them out. One each. He instructs, getting comfortable at his desk. I hear a chair scrape back and pretend to be really interested in the carpet, woven blue, as I wait to be handed a book. The person drops it into my hands and I feel that it's, in fact, very light. A fact that makes me able to breathe a little easier. I'm not much of a reader at all. I don't have the concentration or time for it. All right. Turn to chapter one, and I want... He trails off, trying to find an answer to a statement. His gaze locks on me, and a sardonic smirk twists his lips that I feel my skin crawl. You to read. I gasp. He's gotta be joking, right? He can't possibly... Wait, 
No, he isn't. He tilts his head, looking at me expectantly. I take a deep breath and begin reading. If hell was a place on earth, this would be it. Hands down. Oh, high school. But I miss when this is my biggest problem. Why are all the teachers so mean? They literally hate children. This kid was like, what are they? Yeah. Teachers never understand me. The adults never. Teachers don't get me. I'm more edgy and more deep. I'm edgy. I'm going to go to the bathroom and vape. I wonder if that's what PETA did. Probably. You You think he's got bread, bread flavored vape? Yeast. It's better. <laughs> Peta fucking. Oh my god. Yeast. Uh, Peta's just a drug dealer. That's just what he does. Dude, I hope. I hope this is the way this story goes. Oh my god. I love it. He swaps the readers out every now and then, so by the end of the lesson, we have read about 30 pages. I feel myself beginning to like the book, but that's before I hear Mr. Abernathy tell us we're writing an essay on the relationship between the animals at this stage next lesson. As we, excuse me, pack away, <laughs> I groan along with the whole class. First day, and it's already late. We've been here a while. Time skip. The rest of the day goes slowly. Yeah, I know. Dale meets yeah. me outside of school as we have to go pick our kids up. Okay, that's wrong. They're not our kids, but they could be. They're our siblings, but we take care of them more than our mothers. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> They're our siblings, but we take care of them more than our mothers whose husbands were on the same flight. <laughs> However, Gail's mom, Hazel, is still functioning. She just spends a lot of her time focusing on the bills that seem like so much when you have to pay them. Their dads are on the same flight. <laughs> I've been stunned into silence. How was <laughs> um, school, freshman? Gail asks, a teasing smile on his face. I laugh. It was fine, Junior. I say back as we walk oh, down the street to no. reaping, to reaping <laughs> <middle> school. <laughs> I hope whoever named it that got fired. <laughs> Prim bounds down the street as soon as she sees me. What is this? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Katniss, she shouts excitedly. Hello, little duck. How was school? I ask. It was great, she replies. I smile. I don't like smiling much, but Prim will always be able to draw it out of me. (laughs) How was school? Gail asks Rory, who's apparently also there. (laughs) It was terrible, he says. What happened? He asks. He got sat next to Caleb Cartwright, Prim says. Yeah, Deli's brother, Gail S, turning to me. I laugh. Yeah, he's gay. I say. <laughs> 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 he explains why Rory's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry, homophobia on AO3 is catching me off guard. This site was built on the backs oh, of gay it. people. <laughs> the plane. Rory's so uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, gay. I'm uncomfy. <laughs> oh my god! So Rory's homophobic. You've taught us seventh grader to be homophobic. Oh my god! 
Well, it's Katniss that's homophobic because Gail turns <gasps> to Katniss. And she's like, yeah, he's gay. Katniss, no. We we laugh as we want. We laugh. We're I'm laughing. <laughs> we laugh as we walk to the elementary school to pick up the other two. Smiling all the way, Gail ruffles his homophobic brother's hair up as we come. <laughs> Author's note, maybe more after dinner. Bye. She sat down in one setting at her nan's funeral and was like, let me post a chapter real quick. Uh, my nan uh, really hated gay people, so let me just add that in there in honor of nan. Oh my god. I'm crying. <laughs> this is so bad and so good. Like, there's some parts where I'm like, this sucks, like it's boring, and then others, it just it gives you a right hook of homophobia. Yeah, it just comes out of the field with homophobia, and you're like, What? I can't wait to hear the discussion on Animal Farm and its implications with government control and overwatch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, that's a very poignant text, I guess. Jesus Christ. Okay. You Ashley? ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Night two. Sydney thinks about home. I do. Bechtel loses sight of where he is. Oh no, Vectal. Ikaru and Kauru and Lauren hold hands. <laughs> Playing punishment games. <laughs> this is all one big punishment game. <laughs> Jack cooks his food before putting his fire out. Edward Collins' man carrot receives an explosive from an unknown sponsor. Charlie Swan and Vampire Potter talk about the tributes still alive. Kate is awoken by nightmares. Dreama hey. passes out from exhaustion. Bye, Dreama. B. Luddy Mary falls into a frozen lake and drowns. <laughs> Iconic. Maxim, Ebony, and the Mothman discuss the games and what might happen in the morning, and Georgie dies trying to escape the arena. Oh. Day three. Oh my god. Dreama and Sydney hunt for other tributes. Hey, don't come at me. <laughs> come for you, baby. Vectal. Let's go. Vectal practices his archery. Oh. Good for Vecto. Kate searches for a water source. Mm-hmm. Maxim, Hikru, and Kauru, and Edward Cullen, man Garrett, hunt for other tributes. Oh, no. Charlie Swan hunts for other tributes. Oh, Where no. am I in this? <laughs> <laughs> the further down you are in the list, the more dangerous it is. The Mothman is hooked by thorns while picking berries. Oh, no. Is he okay? Jack tracks down and kills Ebony. <laughs> Oh, and Lauren tends to Vampire Potter's wounds. <laughs> would I would? Three cannon shots can be heard in the distance. The fallen are B. Luddy Mary from District Twelve, <laughs> Georgie from District Eight, and Ebony from District Five. But ever major loser. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sound bite yep 
<laughs> All right, God. we've got we've got uh oh great, we got chapter four, which is first freshman afternoon slash evening, and we're in Prim's POV. Great middle school <laughs> with the gay kids, apparently. <laughs> the gay kids. <sighs> Sorry, I have to take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I've missed coin for maths class, which is four, count it, four days a week. She was the only teacher I didn't want after hearing horror stories from Katniss. Can you hear my cat screaming in the yeah. background? <laughs> hey, Wally. He's saying, please, no more. Please, please no release more. me. <laughs> release me from this prison. Michael. Uh, she gave Katniss's class a test without letting them revise. I couldn't bear her to do that to me. I need my grades high. I have Mr. Boggs as my history teacher, and I quite like him. He manages to make the American Declaration of Independence sound interesting, even though all I want to learn about is Florence Nightingale. The woman is my hero. <laughs> okay. That's where are we? <laughs> we don't have maths class. <laughs> we have math. There's no S. But why are we learning about American history? <laughs> That's true. Why would they need to know about the Declaration of Independence? Like, I get like they need to know about it, but why are they studying it in the, in the depth of like the language? So isn't they really need Nightingale? Isn't Florence Nightingale an American author as well? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Someone um, in our audience, please keep a tally of how many British references we have and how many American we have, and then we'll figure out at the end um, <laughs> uh, which country we're supposed to be in. I'm sorry. I I had doubted that Florence Nightingale was uh, an American author uh, because I know that she is like the reason that we have like the American Nursing Association. Um, she was born in Italy and died in England. She is British. My bad, daggers. Damn. All right, you can have this one, yeah. England. Fuck you, <laughs> Britain. <laughs> Eat shit. Eat shit, man. Hey, remember when you tried to come over and be like, hey, you should pay, pay your taxes, and we said, no, fuck you. Yeah, you remember that, right? <laughs> yeah, you remember that, right? That was crazy. And then we said, no, fuck your tea. And fuck the king. Fuck your tea. God. I aspire to be like her in every way. <laughs> well, no. every way that doesn't involve being sent to work in a war or losing connections with my family. <laughs> so, like, a majority of what led her to founding... The th it's fine. It's fine. Jesus. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I get to sit next to Rue, so I'm happy about that. Rue is my best friend forever. I wouldn't want to lose connection with her either. I feel sorry for Rory, though. Even if I did laugh, I like Caleb personally, even, oh. even if he is a bit loud. I don't think he, he's ever had a different haircut from the day he first got one. His straw blonde hair is shaven at the sides, but he's let it grow in at the top of his head. Looks like a fluffy sheep. I already Leave have homework. That gay kid alone. Leave, Leave the that tweet alone. alone. <laughs> I already have homework as it is day two of being back. What? No, this was the first day. Whatever. Just basic stuff like grammar from English or research tasks from health. 
while we're learning about relationship. Yesterday's sex lesson w- one was off, a pretty funny one that if I'm going to be honest, watching everyone squirm as she talked about contracept- contraception methods, I nearly laughed. When the bell w- went, we were safely walking down the hallway. I did let out a giggle and Rue just looked at me like I was crazy. That's a very bold thing to begin on the first day of school. Hey, kids. Ejaculation. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What do we know? <laughs> hey. So, y'all know about the birds and the bees, right? No? Okay, so let me tell you. Um, your parents, they fucked. <laughs> That's how you're here. Let me teach you. Did either those like English classes where you had to write like journal entries at the beginning of every day for yes. like five minutes or whatever? What if yes. on the first day Prim sits down and, and Miss Coyne is like, kids, I need you to write me a five minute excerpt on the dirtiest, nastiest sex you've ever heard of. And then we're going to grade it on accuracy. <laughs> Lauren, you and I would have been like, here's everything I've read off of archive of our own. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, and then the monster penis goes a third limb and then stimulates the clitoris. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, my God. I just have to take deep breaths. When I come around for dinner, I find cat piss. An old nursery rhyme I remember our dad singing to us when we were young. Her voice is hypnotic, and I'm starting to doubt that she won't get a date by the end of the year if she lets them hear her sing. Um, insert song lyrics that I do not know. Um, her birds are her spirit, free, colorful, bright. The breeze flowing through the trees disturbs a gentle shake of the leaves. So sleep, my darling, sleep under the sun. Sleep, my darling, sleep and dream of someplace fun. Your spirit watches you, protecting you from all harm. Go to sleep, my dear, for there's nothing to ever fear. <sighs> I wish I was born with her voice. Our father always used to call her his little songbird, and I was stuck with my precious primrose. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with that? I know. He was the only person to call me by my first name simply because I don't like it. Sure, the flower is beautiful, but having people laugh at you for being named after a flower isn't fun. (laughs) I don't think anyone has ever laughed at you for being named after a flower. I actually find the name beautiful, but that's just me. Ah, on Facebook when I was nine years old and illegally on the platform. <laughs> Your name is named after a flower. A flower. Wow. Loser. <laughs> You're such a loser. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. I can't. I'm watching Katniss stirring something in a pan. Gently sit. Saying her hips back and forth like a little dance. I let out a giggle and she turns around at once, cheeks going bright red. Prim, she explained, exclaims. It's almost like a strangled sound. Katniss, I love it so much when you sing. You remind me of when we were small, I tell her. I'm glad, Prim. I love making you happy. Official older sister duty and all, she says, smiling with one hand. The one that hasn't gone back to stirring the pot held in the air thumb crossed over her little finger like a scout's honor what are you making i asked peeking over the stove as the brown stew looking thing being swirled in the pot it's a surprise you'll know it when you taste it katniss replies i can't wait i say letting letting my disgust leak into my voice 
You you bet you can, Katniss calls as I walk out of the room. Time skip. I go into the living room slash dining room where I know Mother is. Sure enough, there she sits in her armchair staring listlessly at the wall in front of her. Katniss is making dinner. She won't tell me what it is, but it doesn't look very nice. Though I'm sure it's pretty fantastic. I say clear, clearing the table. I don't expect Mother to reply. So it's nice when she does. That's good, she says absently. I smile like an idiot as I go to turn on the lights, closing the curtains as it's near pitch black. It is. I hope we both love it and Katniss too, I say. That's good, she repeats. I smile sadly and find my jigsaw puzzled to go and start. It's of a cat, a small gray one, holding back a bunch of dandelions in his paw. Uh, hi, Wally. I know you don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> he said, please have mercy. <laughs> we cry. We cry. Do you have anything else to contribute? <laughs> I don't know if Wally's going to like this next part, though. I don't think so. Uh, a small gray one holding a bunch of dandelions in its paw. I remember Katniss being sad at this being the only thing she could afford for my birthday. I didn't care. I hugged her until I thought she went purple. I knew she was dreaming of being able to get me a real cat. It's unrealistic. I know. Maybe if I wish it enough, Santa will get it for me for Christmas only a few months away. And Santa always knows what I want, even if I don't myself. <laughs> 13 years old. We still believe it in St. Nicholas. Time skip. I set my dinner with my spoon. Skeptical? I think it's meant to be skeptical. I think it's meant to be skeptical, but I, that was... Septic? (laughs) Septical? You tell me that's not how you would have read that the first time looking at that blind. Sheesh. As anything, but also look excited to try it. Mmm, I moan as it hits my tongue. Lamb stew, watered down, and missing some key ingredients. But the ones there do more than pull it together. Do you like it? Katniss asks anxiously. Can't say I do. I say seriously as my face drops. Love it! Her face brightens again. And mom, she has turning to face her way. Mm. That's the end. And we get a scene tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> from the author. God, did she crank out two in one day? One minute. Wait, there's more. Wait, there's notes. There's more notes is what. No, I don't see any. Never mind. It said, check the top of the page and it'll scroll down to the bottom to see more notes. Yeah, I think if you select to have your author's notes as an endnote instead of a, a heading note, AO3 automatically uh, does that, so it'll like draw your attention to it. Got it, got it, got it. Um, so how can they afford lamb? <laughs> like, True. Lamb is expensive. <laughs> Maybe she's just strangling lambs in the forest. It would <laughs> hey, it would be the one character accurate thing to end to one of these characters. <laughs> It's Animal Farm. We take that shit literally. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Animal Farm, who's dead? Yeah, who died? Night three. Maxim fends Lauren, Vampire Potter, and Hikaru and Kauru away from his fire. Ectol screams gang. for help. <laughs> Jack screams for help. Oh no. <laughs> 
Kate, Charlie Swan, Edward Collins, Man Carrot, and Sydney sleep in shifts. <laughs> okay, cool. The Mothman receives a hatchet from an unknown sponsor. I don't like that. Dreama looks at the night sky. Okay. Day four. Sorry, oh, I no. ahead. Vectil, Hikaru and Kaoru, Jack, the Mothman, and Lauren hunt for other tributes. Lauren, you got a gay. Yeah, gay. gay. <laughs> Dreama receives medical supplies from an unknown sponsor. Maxim goes hunting. I'm scared. Kate practices her archery. Sydney forces Vampire Potter to kill Edward Cullen or Charlie Swan. She refuses to kill. Vampire Potter refuses to kill, so Sydney kills Vampire Potter instead. What kind of jigsaw games are you playing in this arena? <laughs> kill them! Kill them! Kill one of them! No! No! Okay, I'll kill you instead! And Vampire Pops on please at this point. You're like, here's the trolley problem, fucker. Choose yeah. or I choose for you. Or I choose for you. God. At the end of night four, one cannon shot can be heard in the distance. The Fallen is Vampire Potter from District 11. Dead in Sydney's hands. <laughs> I slaughtered that man with my own bare hands. As he should. He's got a Damn. tattoo of Draco on his bicep. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> uh, Sends me into orbit. Okay. Oh my god. We're back in Katniss's POV. <sighs> Wednesday and Thursday go by pretty quickly with only one major development. PETA is now sat next to me in two lessons and is in my PE. All the people I can tolerate and my small friend group of friends, Finnick, me, Annie, Madge, are also in it too. We have coaches Gloss and Gashmere for the separate boys and girls because apparently girls aren't allowed to learn football and boys can't do gymnastics. You kind of cook in there. You're you're cooking. Last lesson of every semester, a group game of soccer will take place. Girls against boys. Coach Gloss and Cashmere tell us in creepy twin sync, like the shining. What the but fuck? I don't know how to play. A boy objects. You will learn with my brother, Coach Cashmere tells him. I already can play soccer, as my father taught me when I was a kid. I enjoyed kicking around the ball as a kid on the playground and chasing it, kicking people in the process. Let it be said, I didn't do it on purpose. Dot, 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 most of the time. 11-year-old oh me was a savage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> PE is actually fairly fun. For the remainder of our first semester, we did dodgeball for the full hour, and I was almost the last left before PETA got a good shot to my knee. Sorry about that, he says, rubbing the back of his head. It's fine, I say, because it is. I've had worse injuries, and besides a faint throbbing, it doesn't hurt at all. Good. He says, a soft smile resting on his lips, and redacted is, I want to kiss those lips. Unredacted is, whoa, where did that come from? I mean, if I'm My looking at, I mean, if I'm looking at Josh Hutcherson, 
Can I say something so controversial yet so brave? Um, uh, yes. I would say this is a safe space, but I'm scared about what you're going to say. I don't see it. I see it. I don't. I, don't, I like him. <laughs> I just, I don't want to kiss him. You don't even see it from Five Nights at Freddy's? I was looking at Freddy the whole time. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> of or, course you or, were. Or, 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 or. My first face-to-face interaction with my family savior. It was weird. We quickly settle into a routine. Gail got me a small job at a small indoor park where all I've got to do is sit behind the cash and make sure everyone that comes in pays. I also have to look like I want to be there, which would be difficult if it weren't for the money and the nice enough owners. I only have a morning shift, a Saturday and two after school ones on a Tuesday and Thursday. I started on Thursday and it seems good enough until I'm old enough for a better job. I have a uniform, so I try to race to get there so I can change before my shift starts. Prim gets picked up by Gail and Rory and the rest of the clan on those days and hangs out with Rue on the set. I don't give a fuck. There's (laughs) a lot of information. There's so much info. And for what? And for what? I know. Time scope. Last period Friday is geography with Miss Salza. I've never had much, any, interest in geography. And to me, it doesn't make a lick of sense. But she's a really nice teacher, so maybe I'll try to care this year. Besides, we're learning about the national parks, and that's a subject I'm very familiar with because there's a title album of my dad at each of the locations. And bedtime stories used to tell me about his adventure, including how Buck almost trembled it. He used to tell me about his adventures, including how a buck almost trampled his tent while he and his friends were sleeping. Well, of course. I had a nightmare that night about being in his position, but not awake to do anything about it. Prim came into my room, a young toddler that she was, and came up to my bed and slept with me. My mother had laughed when she found us together and played into it, saying how weird it was that she couldn't find Prim. Okay. Shut the fuck up. There she is. She squeals, pulling back the covers. <laughs> a big smile on her face. Oh, my. Exclaims Brynn happily, clapping her hands. What? <gasps> we. Where I are we? I don't know. Oma is not. Is not English. Like, I believe that's Japanese, isn't it? Oma is. Grandmother in German. Opa and Oma. 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 Oh my god. Oma. God. Get it? God. You guys. <laughs> oh. yeah, Polish, Russian, German. The Opa and Oma are like nicknames for grandparents. What? Where are we? Oh, no. What is, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that'll be a good soundbite. Where, Where are, are we? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's 9.30 on Saturday in... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're calling this country Germaryland. <laughs> Germaryland. It's Germany, wherever. America, and England. It's a lot it's of nine, things. 
it's 9.30 on Saturday in Jamaraland. I'm, I've walked prim to ruse and I'm now on the way to my second shift here. I feel like I'm taking advantage of the owners because they've only got one pair of working eyes and ears between them and they don't know how they don't know how inept I am in terms of this line of work. I ponder as I unlock the place using the keys they gave me. I turn on the lights, make my rounds of the place, making sure no equipment is damaged, and then returning to my desk in time for my two co-workers to get there. They give a stiff nod of their heads and go to their stations, only one by the snap bar and the other guarding the death slide. What? <laughs> death slide? Is she a manager? I feel like that's a manager's <laughs> job to, like, open the store. Why is there a death slide at a park? I love that you're talking. You're you're more concerned about the death line. I'm like, what's her job? Did she this is managerial? Manager? Did she become a manager? How fast did she become a manager? I have no idea. Ten o'clock sharp, and there's already a steady stream of customers. I smile at them, take their money, and open the gate to allow them in. When the initial chaos is over, and I'm free to start my homework, I get comfortable to the shouts of the children and begin my work with a smile on my face. Katniss, I hear someone shout. Not just someone though. Hi, Finnick, I say, looking up into his dazzling sea green eyes, but you know it. What are you doing here? He asks. I work here. I shrug. You? Oh, yeah. It's my day to take out little Sammy here. He says, tugging at a hand on his arm. I look down at the kid and back at him. Say hello, he urges. Hello, the child says, her adorable hazel hair. Her, her adorable hazel hair. Cool. Falling into her face as she does. Hi, I say. You ready to play? I soften my tone and watch as she nods excited to pay up, fish boy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you fish boy now? <laughs> There's so much context I need. <laughs> I'm sure it's the reference to Finnick being from District 4, but they have I'm not sure. that in this universe. Okay, I, I understand that. I have consumed the books. Oh, oh we actually have context in the next sentence. You'll oh, like okay, this okay. one, Sydney. See, I found out yesterday that Finnick moved here from Australia this summer before the last year in middle school. I might, y'all fish boy now. <laughs> hey, fish girl. He said he used to surf a lot, but swimming has stuck with him, and he wants to try it for the team, despite his fears of being rejected due to him being a freshman. Okay. He puts $10 on my desk. I go to get his change, but his hand fills mine. Keep the change. Buy yourself something nice, he tells me with a wink. I open the gate so we can't see my blush. He's giving me a whole 340. That's quite something. Go buy yourself something nice at $3.40. I'll get me and Prim some chocolate, cookies, and cream Hershey's. Yo, that is the shit. That is good. good. (laughs) Yeah. <sighs> Prim is telling me excitedly about Rue's big brother. He's in your grade, she tells me. I smirk. Good to know, I say. He, he said you have PE with him and about the semester league soccer match. You better beat him. Don't worry, little dog. That's the plan. No, this was short, but it's bedtime, and I'm honestly proud of myself for posting more and less consistently for the last four ish days. I'm really enjoying this, and I hope to make this a whole series, maybe one or two grades of book. We'll see. Thanks for reading. <laughs> no! <laughs> Please don't do a whole book. Please don't. 
Wait, how many chapters are in this? Oh my god, this there's 12. 12. I'm so glad we're only we're stopping at 6. Yeah. Why was the first chapter so fucking funny? And then it just <laughs> got know. boring. I feel clickbaited. Okay, we got- Steven. Oh, wait. Ashlyn, what happens in the arena? I'm so glad you asked. Night four. The Mothman, Sydney, and Maxim discuss the games and what might happen in the morning. Edward Cullen thinks about home. Lauren screams for help. <laughs> Charlie Swan tries to sing himself to sleep. Ikru and Kauru <laughs> and Kauru pass out from exhaustion. Kate, Vectal, and Dreema track down and kill Jack. Good. Probably a good thing. Good. TBH. Also, this is, isn't this the first time we've had two characters from the same universe, like same book, match up together? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Uh, day five. Vectal travels to higher ground. Edward Cullen explores the arena. Kate runs away from Hikaru and Kauru. Dreema injures herself. The Mothman is pricked by thorns while picking berries. Mothman defeats Charlie Swan in a fight, but spares his life. (gasps) Yo! (laughs) That's canon. Sydney sees smoke rising. (laughs) (laughs) Sydney sees smoke rising in the distance, but decides not to investigate. Maxim falls into a pit and dies. At the end of day That's five, accurate. two cannon shots can be heard in the distance. The fallen are Jack from District 6 and Maxim from District 2. Whatever, Major Leisure. You suck. Whatever. You don't even care. You, like, died. Oh suck. Alright, chapter 6. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? Question, Sydney. <laughs> this fanfic sucks, right? Yeah, this is bad, but I love it. <laughs> do we keep going? Or do we randomly, without warning, switch to the very short One Direction Hunger Games fanfic that I <laughs> dug up? You know what? Let's leave everyone here on a cliffhanger. Let's go to One Direction. And you know what? Guess what? We can do whatever we want. Why? It's our show. You're listening. (laughs) Give me a moment to pull it up. Shall we do another day and night? In the arena? Yeah. Yeah. While we wait. Okay. Night five. Sydney receives clean water from an unknown sponsor. <laughs> the Mothman receives medical supplies from an unknown sponsor. Again, Charlie Swan keeps, getting, keeps with those thorns. Come on, man. He does keep with those thorns. Charlie Swan is awoken by nightmares. Igaru and Kauru receive medical supplies from an unknown sponsor. 
Dreama, Vectal, Edward Collins, Mancarrot, Lauren, and Kate sleep in shifts. Lauren has a gang. <laughs> Lauren's got a I posse. Do. I do. <gasps> oh my gosh. It's time for <gasps> the feast. The cornucopia is replenished with food, supplies, weapons, uh... and memoirs from the tribute's families. Oh no. Lauren dies from infection. <laughs> It did me dirty. <laughs> oh my god! Kate sets off an explosive killing Bechtel, Sydney, Dreama, and the Mothman. What? Edward Cullen decides not to go to the feast. Hikaru and Kaoru decide not to go to the feast. And Charlie Swan decides not to go to the feast. Oh my god. Um. Uh, Charlie Swan discovers a cave. Edward Cullen's man-carrot constructs a shack, and Hikaru and Kaoru scare off Kate. At the end of day six, five cannon shots can be heard in the distance. The Fallen are Lauren from District 4, Vectal from District 5, Sydney from District 6, Dreama from District 2, and the Mothman from District 3. Leaving us with four tributes left. <laughs> At least we went out together. <laughs> no, bitch. You, you got taken by an infection. You got taken out by an infection. You know what? It was on my own terms, though. I didn't let anyone else have it. God. Oh. I'm glad we went out together. I went out in a fiery flame of glory. I guess it was quick and painless. Mine was probably like frothing at the mouth. Like <laughs> I think you just got a really bad ear infection and you just didn't know. <laughs> Me and my tinnitus. Hey, I would hey, never know. Off. Oh, that's right. Oh my god. Now students, <gasps> please turn in your books to page 84th Hunger Games, One Direction Hunger Games fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's three chapters. They're very short. It's it's delightful. Uh, and the author is All Time Katniss 1D. Dedicated to Kick T? Kickstree? We'll figure that out. Take us home. Country roads. Me? Okay. Oh, yeah. Um... Do we need all of this? Because I believe this is literally just taken from the book. In the ruins of North America, there's a place called Panem. There is a place. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that literally shit. the back. That's the back of the book. Um, this is the revolution and how it all began. Main tributes: District Three, Boy Harold Styles, age <laughs> seventeen. Story: Harold Styles, aka Harry Styles, is the district flirt. He's a cheeky, charming fellow, but he does hate. The capital with a passion. He has his mom, Anne, and his stepdad, Robin, who are electronics. <laughs> <laughs> he has an older sister, Gemma, that he loves dearly. He will do anything for his family. But what happens when he is drawn for the games? Is all his anger going to be re released this year? <laughs> okay, sounds good. I 
sorry. I just hope that those aren't actually his parents and sister's name. I find it weird when people write fan fiction about real people, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, we got yeah. District 3. We got Holland Bond. Age 14. Story. Holland Bond. Wireless and Beaties. <laughs> Wireless. Victors. <laughs> Victors of the past games. Only child. They have a certain plan for her, but they didn't expect the capital to draw her out this early. But Holland has lived the life working with nothing but wires. That's how both of her parents won. But will this be how she wins? Then we have District 4. Boy. Niall Horn. Age 17. Story. Niall Horn is a fisherman's son who eats a lot. <laughs> he has an older stepbrother, Greg, and his mom, Moira. Not- Niall really doesn't care for the games because, for one, he lives in a richer district where a lot of kids volunteer. He loves playing the six-string instrument, a guitar. So he's really surprised to be drawn out of the reaping, but this is a, when the panic sets in and it all becomes surreal for him. Uh, we have District 4, girl, Carolyn Undersea, age 16. Story for Carolyn. Carolyn Undersea is the girl who lost her whole family. Carolyn lost her whole family after a hurricane last year. Oh, no. She moved, oh in, with her, she moved in with her Aunt May. Her auntie makes weaves. Wait, is she Spider-Man? See, I was thinking, I was thinking like Wizard of Oz, like, oh, no, that's Annie. Never mind. That's the wrong aunt. <laughs> so you're thinking of the wrong aunt. It's Aunt May. Aunt May is Spider-Man. Uh, Holland is a shy girl, but a huge surprise happens at the reaping. It's her, she thought. They just want to finish off my family, but she does not want to give the capital that much enjoy- enjoyment. Then we have Zayn Malik, again, age 17 story. Um, Zayn Malik is a mysterious boy in the district. Most girls find him very attractive, but Zayn doesn't see it any different. Zane is tired of the games and all the tricks of the capital. He wishes for a better place to live. I mean, he does. He did lose his father last year in the wooting accident. He has two sisters and a mom, and he would do anything for them, even when Bailey Burton. <laughs> Sorry, that's very close to a person I know. Uh, age twelve. Why are all the girls so young? I have no that's idea. That's weird. Um. Bailey Burton is a sweet little girl. She's the kind you want to help out, but she prefers to help others than herself. She has two older sisters and a mom. She also lost her dad last year in the wooding accident. But will she be able to cut her way out of this one? Damn, the wooding wooding accident of the 83rd Hunger Games. This is the Uh plane crash in a different universe. (laughs) This is the plane crash! Uh, District 11, boy, Liam Payne, age 17, story. Liam Payne is pretty much the district's daddy, you may say. (laughs) Does he really want to enforce the rules? (laughs) (laughs) That's what made me pick this one. The the district daddy? I'm crying again. <laughs> he does to others to cover up what he really is. I can't tell you what he is, but all I can say what? is his mocking day. <gasps> then we have District 12, Louis Tom- Tomlinson, age 18. 
<laughs> Louis Tomlinson, the little sassy one. <laughs> <laughs> A little sassy. <laughs> He's the sassy boy apocalypse. <laughs> He's the little sassy. <laughs> it's the way you act. It's the way you act. Hey, don't don't sit him next to Rory in the classroom. Apparently, Rory will get really upset. <laughs> 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 That's how you oh, know when you get bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the little sassy one. God. <gasps> he grew up with his four younger sisters and his mom. His dad was killed in a mine explosion a few years back, so he provides for his family. He's strong and athletic. He's the fastest runner in his school. But what happens when he's drawn out? <gasps> that means... <laughs> I don't know! Haley Wells, age 15, story. Haley Wells, the district's only hope. Reason, you may ask? Well, he's <laughs> out of the district boundaries just to get uh, berries and such with so she's Katniss, but cool. So, do, do um, we want to guess who the who the author's self-insert is? Yeah. Her dad died in a, mul- in a coal mining explosion a few years back, and so did her brother. Her mom went into depression, but what happens when she volunteers this year? Yes, she volunteered. Want to know why? Because they're going to s- send in... Lottie Tomlinson, a 12-year-old girl, and her brother. She could take the Capitol Games anymore, but what happens when the old lady comes to visit her before the train? They give her something the Capitol fears, and and that is a mockingjay. And they give her an actual (laughs) bird. Here's a bird. (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't get get over Lottie Tomlinson just being the little sassy one. I'm still reeling over the district daddy. (laughs) That got me. (laughs) This is so good. It's just so short, so I'm gonna go with it. I'm crying so hard. Ashley, who dies? Who dies? Who's next in the arena? (laughs) My God. Night six. Edward Cullen's man carrot sees a fire, but stays hidden. Ikaru and Kaoru accidentally detonate a landmine while trying to arm it. No. Charlie Swan and Kate hold they hands. Day <gasps> seven. Whore. Charlie. <laughs> Kate, Kate collects fruit from a tree. Edward Cullen receives fresh, I'm sorry, Edward Cullen's man carrot receives fresh <laughs> food from an unknown sponsor. And Charlie Swan makes a slingshot. At the end of day seven, one cannon shot can be heard in the distance. The fallen are Hikaru and Kaoru from District 12. <laughs> the ultimate punishment game has been played. <laughs> A landmine. I, d- I don't understand. I love fan fiction. I also hate it sometimes. I love it. It's my favorite thing on this planet. This is my favorite hobby. <laughs> We we currently still have three tributes alive. They are uh, Charlie Swan, Edward Collins, Man Carrot, and Kate. Gunning for Charlie, right? Team Charlie. <laughs> I feel like I want to, but I feel like Kate's gonna come out on top, and I'll be like, you know what? It makes sense. So she I did already survive an island. Yeah, I know who our victor oh. is. <gasps> well, that's good because we only have two more chapters left of this, so we could. We can, we can type it right. 
did you just say? I don't know. That <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Listeners, I hope you know I'm. We're not even that drunk. If any. I'm not drinking at all. I know this is just pure vibes. Oh my god, I had a I'm single beer. I've got a pounding headache, and I'm still laughing my ass off. <laughs> You're probably laughing your ass off and have a headache from laughing your ass off. Probably. Oh my god, this is beautiful. Haley's POV. Okay, Haley. I hate these stupid, worthless reapings. In my opion, they're just worthless like this nation. Penem. So here I am. <laughs> This <laughs> is so good. So oh, here so I am. Louie's the little sassy one. Okay. <laughs> so here I am, standing with the other 15-year-old girls who are holding hands and are in tears. I shook my head. This is disappointing. What the world has come to. I hate it. But if I say my opion, I would be punished. Welcome, welcome. The time has come to pick a one courageous young man and woman for the honor of representing District 12 in the 84th Hunger Games. Every trinket voice boomed around us. Gentlemen first, she said and shook her head. No one said anything, not even a smile. It just isn't worth it. She quickly pulled out a name. I'm not too worried about it. My brother isn't here anymore. I remembered being worried sick about him to the point I wouldn't even cry. That's when she pulled out a slip of paper. Then she was clicking her heels, walking back over to the mic. Lewis? She pronounced it like Lewis, author's note. Tomlinson. This boy who was in the back with the 18-year-old boys froze and he walked up there. I remember him. I know his sister Lottie. He walked up there and whispered into her ear. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Tomlinson. It's Louis Tomlinson. (laughs) (laughs) He's just sassy. He's a little sassy. He's just a little sassy boy (laughs) in District 12. Named Louis. My name. Louis. Is Louis. She said, I'm not a member of One Direction. I'm not my a name. <laughs> my name is Lewis. <laughs> he gave her a small <laughs> smile. <laughs> Girls, she went out a pull of slip of poplar fast, rather fast. Then she said, Charlotte Tomlinson. Why? Would they do this to a brother and sister? That's Lottie. Before I knew it, I screamed. I volunteer? I volunteer as Trubite? Trubite. 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 And Lottie looked at me, frightened. Looks like we have a volunteer. Come on up, Effie said excitedly. I looked down. The peacekeepers led me up to the stage. Effie held my back. What's your name, dear? She asked. Haley Donner. I said, Anyod, I am of this nation. (laughs) District 12, very first volunteer. (laughs) (laughs) Then she claps. No one does. I look up and see the kids placing three fingers on their lips. And holding them up in our district, that means thank you for your service and respect, pretty much. 
Okay, you two, shake hands, Effie said. I looked at him. Those sea blue eyes, brown swept hair. He mouthed a thank you to me, but instead of a handshake, he hugged me. Justice building before games. Louis POV. I looked at my four sisters who were crying. Lottie was the worst. I hugged them all. Then my mom. Louis, can you think Haley for me? My mom said in my ear. I did already, but from my mom, I will. Lottie, do you know Haley? I asked, wondering why she would volunteer. Not really. She is a hunter. She hunts out back behind our house sometimes, though I let her. She brings me tea berries free to make tea. Lottie replied. Lottie's been having a day, so it's fine. (laughs) Lottie just can't talk, which is fine. Okay, sis. (laughs) Okay, okay, sis. Love ya. I'll be back for all of you. Because <laughs> remember, he's the little sassy one. Okay, sis. I said and kissed them all. <laughs> Haley's POV. I sat and stared at the window. My mom came and gone. I know nobody else is until a woman came in, the one I gave the birds to half price. She is so sweet and nice, but she's like 90 years old here in Penham. We respect the elders. They showed courage. She was here even before Penham was a nation. Crazy, right? She walked over and put something in my hand. A Mockingjay pin. She said one thing. Make me proud. Yep. Sounds great. Fuck. We got part two now. Or do we want to wait and find out who our victor is? Or, Ashlyn, what do you think? Ashlyn, why don't you reveal who of our top three died first? And then we'll save. Okay. Charlie Swan. This is night seven. Charlie no. Swan kills Edward Collins' man carrot while he's sleeping. Yeah. As Charlie, he should. Charlie. 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 <laughs> Charlie and Kate are still alive. Good to know. Why are you putting on elf ears? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of recording. I'm just trying to live in my fantasy escapism <laughs> realm where this fan fiction doesn't exist. I love it either way. All right, we got Liam's POV now. Bring us home. I put on my black sleek tie with my matching cargo pants. <laughs> <laughs> They're fancy cargo pants, okay? Oh, God. This is it. What they all have been waiting for. This is the year this horde nation comes to an end. And I will die if I have to get it there. A free nation. I walked outside and into the district square, the place where reaping is held. Hopefully, this is the last reaping forever. I can't tell you what my secret is. If I do, it could be leaked. Then what... You know, next thing I'm hanged. <laughs> um, this has been in the pain family generation as long as I rim- remember. I looked around in the standing area waiting for the manager, Paul, to come out and draw names. This is my chance, but I'm not going to volunteer to make it clear. I'm going to wait and see what happens. My parents always told me to look and find the Mockingjay and watch. Or she slash he grow and watch the up 
uprisings and the nation burned to the ground where it should be, then we could start a free nation. Anyways, back to the slaughter. <laughs> you know when this person wrote this, they were like, this eats. This is cynical banter at its finest. I feel like we need a shirt that says, I survived fanfiction whiplash. <laughs> nice. I survived the raunchy power of podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome, welcome to the 84th. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like anal. They spelled it wrong. <laughs> and and you all. Hunger Games. The anal games. Oh, that's a different... That is definitely <laughs> on a porn site somewhere. <laughs> that's the Paul, punishment games we've been alluding to. <laughs> yes. Paul roared... Throw the microphone. I smirked. Ladies first. He then said and went to the girl bowl and fiddled around the names of a slip of, of paper and ba- walked back over to the microphone. Emily Hall. His voice boomed around and out popped a girl that may be around five, six tall for her age, which I do believe is 13. I put my head down as a light brown haired girl who is very fit for her age made her way down to the stage. She stood there with her head, trying to stay strong. Now for the gentleman. He went over to the bowl and pulled out a slip of paper. Liam Payne. I guess this is the year of the revolution. I made my way to the stage and walked up. Emily looked at me, scarred. Only if she knew. District 7's reapings. Oh, I got Zane now, too. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Zane's POV. I slowly made my way to the town square. I looked around. This place is hell, if you ask me. I hate this nation they killed my dad and put my mom into depression i have three sisters <laughs> they put my mom into depression i have three sisters <laughs> and I that's have, why i hate this nation i have to defend for the manager for district seven rain walked out <gasps> on stage her pink hair is full as ever she did that <laughs> what is with the homophobia of pan m what is with it what is with it? She did that gay introduction. Oh my god. Ladies first. Ladies first. I look frantically at my sisters. Two of them could be entered into the games. My older sister can't, so one less worry. Bailey Burton, she said, and a little 12-year-old stepped up, quite bravely, as I may add. She had short brown curly hair and brown eyes. I felt bad for her. Boys! She then went to the bowl and pulled out a slip of papar. My heart was beating fast. Zayn Malik. Damn it! (laughs) Author's note. So, what did you think? And I'm sorry I didn't mention Emily earlier. And you're welcome, Rain, I added you. And Noreen, I will soon. You should be in it. He he. So comment and vote for next chapter. Um, and then last what? update. <laughs> that was the last update since 2013. <sighs> in my Finnick fan fiction, I'm gonna slip in a subtle <laughs> reference and call him the District Daddy. <laughs> the district at some point, you gotta say that someone is the sassy. <laughs> He was just a sassy little gay boy. <laughs> he was just a sassy little gay boy. What can you say? <laughs> uh, I think what made Charlie. Me- uh-huh. <laughs> okay, first we'll say that and then I'll give my final review of these two pieces of 
beautiful art. Oh, no, no. Listen, I was going to transition back to to our games. You go. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, I think what made this so much better was the fact, like, the other pieces of fan fiction, except for Stuck in an Island with Josh Hutcherson, Mm -hmm. I somewhat knew kind of what was going on because they're very famous pieces of fan fiction. I ha- this was just pure crack, and I loved every minute of it. It's bad. It's bad, dude. It's bad. It's beautiful. It's everything you want in a piece of fan fiction. One of these days, I'm going to secretly publish one of these in this style. Like it's going to be so horridly bad, and I'm going to reveal that this was my ghost account that I did specifically for the podcast. We'll wait for the day when you do that. I'm excited. Please tell me Charlie Swan wins. If Kate wins, I'm literally going to throw myself into a ravine. <laughs> I can't. So as, as we know, Charlie Swan killed Edward Cullen's uh, man carrot while he was sleeping. Yes. Kate falls into a pit and dies. <laughs> the winner yeah. is Charlie Swan from Char- District yeah. 10. Charlie! I'm about to do 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 do. I'm about to flood our chat with all the Charlie Swan edits I have saved in a TikTok folder. Just so many thirst traps. Rise for our national anthem. Bring them in. Hey, sexy lady. I like you. Charlie Swan should be on the 2023 um, sexiest man alive list. I don't know how he isn't. He can have my left intestine. Nope. <laughs> what? My small <laughs> intestine. Any day. I love that you were like my left intestine. I was like, I don't. I don't think that's how. Uh, I don't think that's how body anatomy works. My my, my southwest intestine. <laughs> <laughs> South by southwest. Ah. Uh, on that note, is there anything else you guys would like to add before we wrap it up for the evening? I feel like I got a lobotomy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel good, Mr. Stark. I really... <laughs> do, you, do you guys, guys want to guess who had the most kills? I think it was Charlie, wasn't it? Or was it... He was second. Was it Dream? <laughs> it, was, it was who? Is it Dreama? Charlie Swan was second with three kills. Dreama only had one. Who who had the bomb that killed Sydney and Co? Oh wait, Benton. Fucking Benton. Benton only had two kills, but he killed a bunch of us. No, Benton killed me, and they got killed the next round. You got killed by um by. It was Mothman, wasn't it? Let me see who got killed by. Is it Georgie? No, Georgie was dead. You got... Uh, so, Kate was the one that set off the explosive, killing four of you. She had the most with five bodies. Oh my god! We love the spy... This is why we needed more to know about that main character. I wanted to know that she was a bloodthirsty murderer. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, I guess on that note, we will call it here, folks. So, if you liked this episode of Tipsy Fanfic Night, uh, go listen to our other episodes that we have. We've got a lot. We've got 
as reference, we've got uh, Trapped in an Island with Josh Hutcherson. We've got uh, My Immortal and the one with Edward Cullen's Man Carrot. Don't remember the name of it. I'll be real. But go listen to those or go listen to one of our actual book reviews if you want. Um, but yeah, keep listening. Uh, go follow us on all those socials that I have mentioned before. So we've got uh, TikTok, Instagram, X. We've got YouTube. Uh, we've got quite a couple others. Um, go follow us there. Just look us up at the RPH podcast. Um, and uh, we will say good night. And we will see you later, all of you. I'm trying to think of a good one. You. What a tasty, tasty. tribute. I was about to say tasty tributes. <laughs> Hive mind. Hive mind. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for Tipsy Fanfic Night. Join us next week for what I'm going to say is your regularly scheduled programming. What is regularly scheduled programming now? Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Raunchy Power Hour. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at the RPH Podcast. Send us book recs to our email, raunchypowerhour at gmail.com, or at the link in our bio on any of our socials. As always, stay raunchy. Stay raunchy.